Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, we will not see me very serious with Mordechai. Start with a few. Oh yeah. Okay, let's do that again. Take two. Good Vach Rabbi Sai. Ah, there is a tie. It's the new style. Shalom aleichem, Elgarevi. My name is Avram Yusupov. I made a yeah under a year ago and I've yet been able to attend the live share, unfortunately. I started at Megillah. However, Rebbe should know that I can't go a day without learning a daf on YouTube. Thank you for changing my life. Finishing Yvamas for me is wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to that standing team of MDY. Yosef, Gary, and everyone else we have no idea about. Okay. And then he asked me a question if I could meet his Talmidim or the guys from New York. We'll have to discuss. Josh Layton. When will Rev. Ellie be in the five towns? Will there be an opportunity to meet? The answer is, I am giving a shear in the five towns. However, it's like in my brother's basement or somewhere like that. I'm not allowed to give a shear to the public. Those who are organizing the CMO, which by the way, they sold over a thousand tickets to. So now the, um, the venue that we have is probably too small for the amount of tickets that we sold. And there's still people that want to come, so we're going to have to see what to do. Agopanim, they're not, they don't want me to give a shear before the shear in deal, so therefore there won't be an open shear to the public in the five towns. But there will be one in Baltimore that's far enough away, and so there will also be one in Lakewood, Mutsi Chavez, and one in Toronto. Spotted in Shari Chesed. It's Kishmak to do the Dafkar. And because Arab Shabbos and people are in a rush, we're going to go short on the... Did I say Matzah Shabbos? Arab Shabbos. Whatever it is right now. Confuse myself. It might be Matzah Shabbos right now. The Koylo is sponsored ben by the Lak and Lubavik families like in New Jersey because Torah is the best gula. Paras HaChodesh. Refur Shleimah V'chani Yochem Ravio Bashifra Chayah Refur Shleimah. And the MDY family sponsored Lili Nishma Shimshin Weiss Shimshin Ben Mishlom Do. Paras Chodesh has a schuss for our children to be Kodesh, safe, healthy, and happy, and know that Hashem loves them. And Chabad of MDY, in loving memory of the Rebbe upon his 28th yard side, Lili Nishma, and the Nenim Moreno Rabbeinu Rebbe Mendel Ben Rebbe Yitzchok, Zechat Salim Kosh Lebracha. Lili Nishma, Abi Mari Moishi Ben, Moishi Ben Elio, Zecher. Here we go. We're holding my brand new Mishnah, brand new Sugya, Daf. It's not really brand new Sugya, but in case you just showed up today, brand new Sugya. Daf Kufta Zayin Amid Beis. All in the bottom. Beishamayorim Tinasei Vetito Tsubasa. If a woman testifies on her own behalf that her husband died, we trust her. She could get married based on her own testimony. And because her husband is dead, she inherits the $45 million he left her. So it's a big chiddush because, okay, it's one thing to marry somebody else. It's another thing to, to accept her testimony regarding monetary issues. Yes, we trust her. That her husband died, and we had all the svaras in the world. Isha Daiko She's not just going to get married if it's not real. She looks into it. Aguna, Hikila, the whole thing. 
But we stop at a certain point. We allow an aguna not to be to go the rest of her life and not being able to get married. But it doesn't mean that she can just go ahead and use up all that money, go into her husband's estate. I have a question, Rabbi Isai. Why does it say, Bishamai before Basil? You never see that in Shas. Bishamai, even the Mishnah before. Basil Loimrimli Shamanu. Bishamai. Why all of a sudden the same Bishamai Oimr? The answer is because in the Sephus Adius, Perik Aleph, the, literally the first parak of Mesafet Sedis, the first few Mishnahis, go through the different times where Beis Hillel took it back and said that Bishamai are right. And this is one of the four times. So therefore, Bishamai are brought down before Beis Hillel. I believe it's four. Beis Hillel, three or four. Beis Hillel, She's, as far as we know, she has a chazaka, she's married to someone. And you're going to trust her and allow her to go get married? Forget about her. What about the man that's marrying her? He's marrying an Eishasish. But she's not Eishasish based on her testimony. So you're going to go ahead and be matter something as not so chomer, something called Gneva. There's a, a guy comes to the to the Rav and he tells the Rav, I need a kapara. So why do you need a kapara? Well, I didn't wash my machreinim, vassar, water. My machreinim, vassar, water. So he says, uh, and why didn't you wash my machreinim? He says, because I didn't bench. So ooh, benching is the rice, it's a problem. Why didn't you bench? Just because I didn't wash. And why did you wash? Because it's Yom Kippur. So I want to be matter something that's sort of insignificant compared to the big Averia that he did of Yom Kippur. I want to be matter mom and akal. Certainly you should be matter mom and akal if you're matter. No, Basil have a great riot. Look. If you have brothers that are ready to pounce on the Yerusha, because whatever it is, you had a kid, but it died later, whatever, there's a Yerusha that there's no son, but the brothers are waiting there. We don't allow it based on her testimony. So you see that we could chop her testimony in half. We allow her to get married, but we're not going to pask in Hilchus Mominus based on her testimony. This is actually, when I was reading it, I thought maybe this is a hint to us. We have to learn Mesephus Ksubas. We should learn Mesephus Ksubas from our side. Somebody said a good, I, I forgot to write his email. What? I didn't forget. We didn't have time for it. Somebody wrote, there's another school for learning Mesephus Ksubas, I should say. And that is, the Rebchan Ganevsky used to tell people that don't have Shiduchim, learn Ksubas. That was his go-to Mesephus Ksubas for Shiduchim. Ksubas for Shiduchim. You hear that in Hassan Gans? I'm sure he does. He's not hearing it. But uh, Benz, you can tell him I said it. It says in the Ksuba, I looked it up, I didn't really find it in the Ksuba, maybe I didn't, but even if it doesn't say it in the Ksuba, it should say it in the Ksuba, that what? Titli Ksuba. Titli 
If you get married to somebody else, then, you, then you, you're entitled to, to your ksuba. So you see that one has to do with the other. Getting married to somebody else and receiving the ksuba are one and the same. At the end of the day, Basil said to Bishama, you are right. And if we trust her for Erva, we're going to trust her for Bamanadas. Omar Afchizda. Nisiyabma. So we also trust her that she could go ahead and get married to the Yivama. Nisiyabma, Yivama, Nichnas, Lenachla, Pia. So the Gemara is going to bring the Pasuk, but it's just interesting to, we learned it, and just to do Chazar. What does the Pasuk say? You and I, if we were to read the Pasuk, it says, if she gives birth to a firstborn Bechar, that firstborn Bechar should be in the name of his father. Well, that's not what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk is telling us, that who should perform the Yibam? The eldest brother. That's how we learned back in the day, remember? And, but what does the continuation of the Pasuk say? That he is, instead of the brother who died, in other words, he comes in, he takes over. He gets the entire Yerusha. Says the Gemara, They went ahead and they were darshaning what it says in the Ksuba. Certainly us, we should definitely darshan the Torah. And look, he took over, so therefore, he should be getting the Yerusha. Omar Rav Nachman, Bas Lebezdin Ve'amra Meiz Bali Hatiruni Leinasin. Says Rav Nachman, she comes to Bezdin. It depends how she asked the question. Yeah? There was a story, two Bali Chuba, they're sitting learning, and they had a question, could you smoke a cigarette while you learn? Let me smell So one Bali Chuba gets up, goes up over to Roshiva, he says, hey, I'm learning, could I... But he smoke. He says, absolutely not. She comes back to his chabrusa and tells his chabrusa. Roshiva said, no. So the chabrusa said, let me ask. He goes back to the Roshiva. He says, listen, I'm smoking. Could I learn Torah? He says, yeah, of course. So it depends what comes first and how you say it and how you present the question. She comes to Bez and she says, Mez Bali. Atirinu Nase. I need to get married. He died. She asked it the right way. We allow her to get married and we give her a But if she comes in and you see what's on her mind, she's one track minded. She's thinking about all the money. How many times do you hear here in America? It's like very, very common. First thing, if somebody gets killed, they right away look to see if there was an insurance policy. Did the wife kill the husband? Did the husband kill the wife? Because that's, that motivates people. You see what her motivation is. She comes to Bezin. First thing is, hey, where's my ksuba? Where's the ksuba? There's other more important things. Can I get married? Am I a guna? Why are you talking about money right away? You see what she's thinking about. She has something up her... She's thinking about money. If you're thinking about money, we're not even going to allow you to get married based on your testimony. You're a liar. My time at that ksuba, Ibailu. 
What if she says both of them together? I want to get married and I want my money. She couldn't control herself. Like instead of just saying, I want to get married, come back the next day, she had to stick in. Where's my insurance policy? On the one hand, maybe she's thinking about the money. On the other hand, when she comes to business, she just wants to put everything on the table. And if you're going to say, yeah, she was correct for saying that she wants her ksuba because when she's there already, let her just say, could I get married? Could I get my ksuba? But the question is, what if she started off with money first? And then only afterwards she said, but let me get married. Over here, since she's saying two things, now we see what her motivation is. Perhaps, Rashi says a very interesting thing here. She would think that maybe it's the ksuba that allows her to get married. If she's getting ksuba, that, that triggers also the, the fact that she can get married. Why would you say something like that? Okay. Take. I was thinking over here, stop, as a, a little bit of a chizuk, that maybe it also makes a difference. Maybe. Again, I'm not a rub, I'm not passing, just something to think about. Maybe it makes a difference how we dive into Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If we dive, we say Hashem, give me parnasa, parnasa. Oh, and also, by the way, I, I wish my kid will turn out to be a gadol and a, and a tzaddik. What, what, what are you emphasizing? What, what's important to you when you dive? Is it the gashmias or the ruchnias? Maybe, maybe Hashem also looks at it, and you can learn from Gemara a lot of different things. You see here, it makes a difference what you say first. Perhaps when you say something first, that's that's your main intent. The rest is just, okay, I'm already talking to Hashem. Let me, you know, let me learn well. Let me dance. Let me have a good ruchni sticky year. Depends. Maybe. Says the Mishnah. Official Mishnah sponsored by, oh, I forgot to say the first one. Lili Nishmas Rimei Yechiel Ben Rimavrom Zichron Elavrom. Hakol Nemonim Laido. Oh, you're going to love this Mishnah. Everybody in the world, even women, slaves, there's no edos here. There's no halachas of edos when it comes to testifying on behalf of a woman. Everybody's believed besides five women. These are five women that hate this woman very intensely. And therefore, we can't trust them. They want to trip her up. What do they want to do? They want to create a situation where she gets married illegally based on their testimony. And then, Shem the husband shows up. And as we said already earlier in the Masechta, if a woman messes up based on the testimony of one aid. She gets punished how many times and how many different ways? Anybody remember? 16? 11? 16? Something like that. Over 10. I'm thinking 16. 16. 16. Because you said 6. It's probably 16. Yeah. So, one of the things, she's going to have to get divorced from her husband. Ah! Who is the number one culprit over here? Mother-in-law. Yeah. The mother-in-law. Besides the mother-in-law, and also the daughter of the mother-in-law also hates her guts. Why? Because she learned it from the mother-in-law. Over here, Rabbi Isai, I'm not going to go into any jokes. Over here, he's sticking all the mother-in-law jokes, and you go weiter. However, since I can't control myself, a guy came over to me and said, I named my daughter after my mother-in-law, and now she has tsaras. In school, wherever she goes, people hate her. People just make fun of her name. I said, what do you call her? I called her 
passive aggressive psycho. <laughs> All right, fine. Next. There's many more, many more from where that came from. The guy, a guy sees a hundred cars in front of his neighbor's house. He knocks on the door. What's going on? A ter- terrible tragedy. My horse kicked my mother-in-law in the head and she went bye-bye. She says, oh, that's terrible to hear. So what, everybody's here to, to be Menachem Avo. What are they doing here? She said, no, no, they came to borrow the horse. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyways, you insert here any mother-in-law joke you want and you go weiter. By the way, seriously, with all jokes on the side, the Shukhanar Paskins that you have to respect your father. And most Mepharshim say that that applies also to the mother-in-law as well. So as much as you love your mother-in-law, don't love your mother-in-law, you probably have a chiyuv of kibbutz ha've'eim for your mother-in-law. Who are the ones that argue? Huh? Who are the Mepharshim that argue? <laughs> those, okay, fine. Very good. Um, Vitsarasa. Vitsarasa. The tsara. What's a tsara? The tsara is the the co-wife, her co-wife. She is married to a man. That man has another wife. Now, that other wife hates her guts. It's very understandable. That's normal. That's why there's a cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon that you shouldn't marry two women. They, they're called tsaras. Tsaras means they, they're enemies. They're common enemies. They, they, they're fighting over the same husband. So obviously, she's going to try to trip again. What is she going to do here? She's going to lie and say that her, her own husband died. Meanwhile, she's hoping that her tsara is going to go find another shidduch and get married. As soon as she finds another shidduch, then, then the, the original husband shows up from his business trip. And she has to get divorced from Vivimta. What's Vivimta? Vivimta is, think about it. If this woman falls li'ibom, somebody comes and testifies that her husband died, and therefore she falls li'ibom. Who's the, who's the one testifying here? The other wife of the Yavam. Okay? She's married to Reuven. And now she's false to Shimon. Shimon is her Yavam. But Shimon already has a wife. It's okay. He's still chayving Yibam. Right? It happened to my cousin, Hillel. His brother was Nifter. Hillel was already married. He watches this year every day. He sends in, uh, I did it like this on Chalitza, like that on Chalitza. And uh, so even though he's married, he still has to do chalitza. He, the, the, the halacha of Yibam still applies because in the rights he can marry two women. So that Yivam is not believed. Now wait a minute, think about it for a second. Taisus asks a bomb question here. Why is she, why is she not believed? What's gonna, what is she trying to do? She's trying to say that that woman has to fall the Yibam and that woman is going to marry her husband. Why would a woman in her right mind ever do something so silly? She's now bringing the Yavama into her life. By, by killing off her husband, by killing off Reuven illegally, that means this woman falls to Yibam illegally. And guess what? She's going to be a co-wife now with this woman. Why would she bring that upon her early than necessary? You hear Tyson's question? Is anybody following me? You know what Tyson says? Incredible. When it comes to hatred... This future Yevama is so concerned that this woman might fall to Yibam that she makes up a story today and this woman is going to be with her husband for five minutes or a couple of days. 
She's hoping that her real husband is going to show up and then she's going to get divorced. She's willing to sacrifice her own husband for, for a few weeks. As long as this woman should never ever fault her husband forever. You hear the, the, the hatred? Well, I'm thinking about it now. As I was reading this, I was like, wow, that's, that, that's steep. But it's very bad. Let's say a guy is literally dying in the hospital. And she's making the cheshman. Wait a minute. In five minutes from now, she's going to be the Yavama. Let me trip her up right now and say that your husband already passed away from whatever disease he has in the hospital. And Mamela, you know what I'm saying? That, that's the cheshman here. Says the Gemara. Yosef and Zev is trying to, to reach you. I don't know. Somebody told me a, a good line today, Mamish today. So his father tells him all the time, he says, well, first of all, Rabbi Tversky says that when you hate somebody, you're just giving them space in your head, rent-free. But the line that this guy's father always says is, says, who's worse? The guy that you hate or the guy that reminds you what a terrible thing that guy did to you. And he keeps on reminding you, hey, so remember what that guy did to you? And he said, oh, yeah, I hate him. And then it comes a week later. Remember what he did to you? Oh, I hate him. So who's worse? The guy that keeps on reminding you, you. says his father, guess what? You're that guy. You're reminding yourself how much you hate him. So you're worse than that guy that you hate. Anyway, fine. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah. We continue the Mishnah. Ubaz Baila. Stepdaughter. Stepdaughter is also, that, that we understand also. And everybody know, anybody that knows about stepchildren, it's a very, very problematic thing to, to have a stepchild getting married for a second time and bringing children into marriage. Everybody knows stepdaughter. They always feel slighted. They always hate the, their, their stepmother. You know, they, they, there's a lot of different things. And Cinderella, the whole, you know, stepdaughter. So she's not going to, she's going to testify falsely. Ma binged, Lemisa. But why are these five women that hate the daughter-in-law? The mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law. The, the, the daughter of the daughter. Why is she believed when it comes to a get? Why all of a sudden do we say, oh, it's a, it's a good get? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah Shaksav because you're not relying on the testimony of the woman, of the mother in law, you're relying on the get. You just want to know if it's been funny, whatever, Allah is. But it's the actual get that we rely on. Bas So I hope that uh, Yosef will be able to change this because here's the chart. Here in Chicago, we're able to see it on the screen. It's a, it's a simple case. It just looks like a lot of people here. But basically, you have a guy in the center, the top center, Naftali. He had two wives. He had that Frumi on the right, and he has the five-towner on the left. And he had children. From the Frum lady, he had Ruvin. He also had a, a daughter, Rachel. Ruvin went ahead and married the Bat'ain woman. The five-towner had another bunch of children. Yeah, Shimon Levi, you, it doesn't matter. And a daughter. So if you think about it, the daughter, I wrote underneath the daughter, Leah. You see Leah? What is she in this picture? Bas Chamiya. Because the five-towner is a mother-in-law. To who? 
all the way to Batayin on the right. So here's the question. Can the... Is it recording? It's recording. What does he want to know? One of the cameras will be turned to the left. I'm not sure which one you have to send. I know he's a donut for the sheriff. Maybe this. I can turn it. It's not a problem. Like that, maybe. Okay. Bas Chamiyo. So, could Leah, you see the Yushami lady Leah, could she testify that Bat, that Bat Ayin's husband Ruben went sideways? Bye bye. Now, what's the question? Time of the Bas Chamoisa, typically, why the daughter of a mother in law can't testify? Because the mother hates her. If typically a daughter follows her mother's lead, if the mother hates somebody, the daughter will pick up on it. Yeah? My mother hates the, my, my, my sister in law. I'm also going to hate my sister in law. But over here, like but over here, there's no mother. Look, the mother, the five towner, has nothing to do with bad eye. But over here, maybe there's something else. Over here, typically, the 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 concern is maybe the concern by by a mother-in-law, by a daughter of a mother-in-law. It's a monetary problem. Why does a, why does a mother-in-law, why does a daughter of a mother-in-law hate the sister-in-law? Because she's concerned that she's going to eat up her Yerusha. Over here, Leah hates Batayin because Batayin, in a way, is going to take Naphtali's Yerusha. They're going to share in Yerusha. She, she's coming into my Yerusha. I'm losing money because of Batayin. You see, even though Batayin is from another another mother, they're, they're from they share the same father in the middle, but they have different mothers. But yet, Batayin's husband takes money from Naphtali when he dies. So Batayin hates her. I mean, uh, Leah hates Batayin. Leah doesn't get Yerusha. What? Leah doesn't get Yerusha. So we're talking about that the brother. You're right, but the brothers get Yerusha. The brothers inherit. So there's some sort of. At the end of the day, are you, you, you asking what Rashi's talking about? Rashi says that, that the money, her mother's money, we're talking about the father's money now. Not, we're talking about Naphtali, not so much the mother. Le- who are you talking about? Leah? She don't get the money. Oh, you're saying Leah herself? Yeah, but she doesn't want somebody else eating into her father's nechassim. It's like a, a stranger. I don't want strangers here. Well, my brothers want thing, but strangers? No. Says the Gemara If you are correct that this lady with the green square underneath her, Leah, can't testify, so how come she's not in the Mishnah? How come she's not one of the people? It says only five. Bimisa, she's having, according to you, the six. Says the Gemara, Maybe one of the five is a daughter of a mother-in-law. So what's the difference of daughter and mother-in-law if it's the daughter of a father-in-law, daughter of a mother-in-law? It's, it's the same idea. The concept is the same. So we said the concept. We didn't say the type of people. We're talking about the concept. People hate each other because they take away from my, my parents, Yerusha, whatever it is. That's the problem. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. Okay, fine. 
But not not chutzim seven What do we do about a bris that says seven? That also contradicts our Mishnah. We said five and the seven. So the more I it's not Rebbe the Moisef Af Eishes Av, a stepmother. What's the reverse of a stepmother? A stepdaughter. You see, we're talking about a stepdaughter, but Rebbe Yudah adds a stepmother. Vakala. So, Akala is a daughter-in-law. What's the reverse of a daughter-in-law? A mother-in-law. We already spoke about a mother-in-law. We're looking at it from the other angle. A daughter-in-law. He adds these two. It's one of the same. It's the reverse. You're going, you're going from top to bottom or bottom to top. It's not true. If a daughter-in-law hates them, if a mother-in-law hates a daughter-in-law, it doesn't necessarily mean that a daughter-in-law hates the mother-in-law. So maybe she could testify. Maybe a daughter-in-law could testify about the mother-in-law losing her husband. Why? Mother-in-law hates a daughter-in-law. Because she's saying that she ate into her Yerusha. By the way, uh-oh, this thing is dying. Fine. The, there's a famous, uh, it's actually an old joke, it's an American joke, but Rabbi Angel Galinsky says, it says, So he said, it's a picture. What? Yeah, he said, it's a picture. Because his uh, battery is dying, that's why. If somebody else has another phone, maybe you want to switch it out for another phone. Rabbi Angel Galinsky said, said as B'derech Melitza, I guess, that why, why do we say it should be like Adam Rishon? Because Adam and Chav are the only people in the world that didn't have a father-in-law and a mother-in-law. However, I just want to share with the Eilam. You want to plug in here? Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Uh, Hmm. Interesting. You just plug something else and now it wants to share from your phone. That's funny. It's trying to read the other thing. Okay. Okay, went back. Great. Hmm. I just want to share with the Ilam. When I married off my daughter, I think it's like four years ago, and I have to thank Dailam Barabim here. A number of people came over to me and said, Listen, I want to give you a piece of advice. They said the same advice said, when it comes to your son-in-law, keep your mouth shut and keep your wallet open. And for me, you know, I'm a, you know, I like to give muster once in a while and give a few hours here and there, help people out, this and that, as I'm doing right now. But when it came to my son-in-law, I could say, I don't know, maybe he'll argue with me, but I don't think I've ever told him a single word. I mean, he's perfect. He never made me nervous or anything like that. But I never opened, I never said a word to him. I never said, hey, uh, don't, don't do this to my daughter or, you know, you should, it's better if you do X, Y, Z to your son. Because at the end of the day, you have to be smart about it. I'm just sharing with Eilam. If you have a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law, it's best if you keep your mouth shut at every, no matter what, keep your mouth shut. You're never going to gain by saying something to your, I better take this off because this messed up. Everything, for some reason. Oh, yeah.
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if uh, OBS is even working. No. I froze up here on OBS. Okay. I don't know. We're going to have to figure it out later. I'll go part of it. Maybe somebody else wants to... Which we'll Once we messed it up, we might as well just have Zoom now at least. Fine. But the other thing is, if we are... If we're already talking about a son-in-law, then also the son-in-law should try as much as possible to, to make sure that the mother-in-law doesn't have that jealousy, whatever it is. It's, there's things he could do and say that the mother-in-law shouldn't be jealous of her daughter-in-law. You shouldn't have that hatred over there. There's a natural hatred for, for whatever reason. Okay. Says the Gemara, the, the, one other thing, Arab Shabbos, why not bring this on? The famous Chavetz Chaim. It's good I to say here, we're talking about fighting between people. The Chavetz Chaim says, like, a marshal. says, two kids, two children, two... A person has children at the table. He's feeding them. They're fighting over food, right? Children love to do it. You got more than me. You got less than me. Da-da-da. Fighting. Well, it's not fear. The smartest thing for the child to do, obviously, the child doesn't have that kind of seichel. They like to fight. The smartest thing for the child to do is to go over to the father and say, listen, I don't want to fight with, with my sibling. But it would be nice if you could give me a little bit more chocolate, you know. And what is the father naturally going to do? Of course, they'll give him more. So obviously, the marshal is pasha. Instead of fighting, somebody starts up with you and fights with you. Instead of fighting back, you say to Baruch Hu, look, this guy wants to steal from me, he wants this. Could you do me a favor, just give it to me from another, another angle. And obviously Hashem, who's our father, is going to listen a lot quicker than you fighting with that person. Says the Gemara. If that's true, what you're saying, Bishlam Abbas about the Sanyalaj by the wide line. The Ashes, the Sanyalajis have the Omrok Ochlil Girsini Deim, the Ashes have my time of Sanyalabas about. So it's just going nuts, huh? And Zoom is not working anyway, so you might as well just. Says the Gemara. Bishlam Abbas about the Sanyalajis have the Omrok Ochlil Girsini Deim, the Ashes have my time of Sanyalabas about. It's great that a husband's stepdaughter is going to hate the stepmother because she's worried that she's consuming her Yerusha. But why does the stepmother hate the stepdaughter? Great, but you just told me a reason why it shouldn't be in the mission, not why it should be. You didn't give me a reason why she can't testify. What you're just telling me is there's no reason for her to hate her. If there's no reason for her to hate her, then she could testify about her. Ella, call my time at the sign of Chamaisa. Why does the daughter-in-law hate her mother-in-law? The Megala of Noah called off this. The Morris is very interesting. That, that a, a mother-in-law, in those days, think about it. The, the husband would go off to work all day. So when the husband came back, the mother-in-law would say, hey, by the way, the mother-in-law tells the, the son, you know what, you do, what your wife did? So therefore she hates her. She does hate her. She has a reason. A daughter-in-law hates the mother-in-law because the mother-in-law spills the beans of how, how terrible the, uh, the daughter-in-law is. Says the Gemara, so too, the, the father's wife hates the daughter of the husband. The Megala Aviyah called Avda. Because 
She tells the father everything she does. Rabbanon, here comes a major, major Yisoyed in Shas in the Torah. In those days, I guess mirrors weren't very shchiyach. If you looked in the water and you saw your reflection, whatever that reflection is, that's how you're going to treat the person that's looking at you in the water. In other words, when you feel that somebody hates you, you hate them, it's kemayim aparam aparam. You look at a person, you tell right away, does that person like me? Friend or foe? There's some people that have it naturally, like Rav Shlomo Kalabach or Rabbi Kalish from Waterbury. A Bachar comes to Yeshiva, immediately feels that he loves him. I don't know how he does it, but he has this, that's why he's so much liach, because Bachar feel, they're able to feel it. It's not, a, it's not a, he's not putting on a show. They're able to feel that he loves them. When you, when a mother-in-law hates her daughter-in-law, then the daughter-in-law is going to hate the mother-in-law. It, it's one, one, one across from the other. Now, says the Gemara, says that Pasuk is a Pasuk referring to Tyra. Two Pshatim and Rashi. Rashi says amazing. If a person loves the Tyra, where the person goes ahead and repeats and chazers over and he really loves the Tyra, like some cipher says, I don't forget anything in Tyra because it's like, I treat the Tyra like the day I got married. Nobody forgot their wedding. So you don't forget the Tyra. I mean, interesting because if I got married every day 45 times, then I'd probably forget my wedding also. Okay, but Tyra, every piece of Tyra was, was like that one time that he got married. Another shot is, and a few people wrote me emails pointing to this Gemara, including Shabsi Cohen and Rafal and different different people wrote me emails that, oh, you should put a picture. And one of them said, say this Rashi and bring a picture with him. Now what? It says in Rashi that it's a Rebbe who gives over Torah with a Gishmak and, and makes it fun. So bring a picture and say, like that famous Magachir of the Afiyaymi, and put in your competition. <laughs> but no, I'm not going to promote competition. Right? Mask him, mask him. Even though you go to the competition. It's fine. Well, we're trying to grab you. Says the Gemara. I don't know. We have to get out of here for a second. Let me just. Maybe that's the photo of the competition. Here, here we go. In other words, very, very simple case. Ruvain is on the right, right? You have Naftali again on top. He married two women. He had two sons, Reuben and Shimon, the Baldwin brothers. You see them, we know them. Reuben is on the right. You see his body laying underneath him. That's the, that's the question mark here. Did Reuben go bye-bye or not? Reuben is married to Badai. Great. Now, look at the five-towner. The five-towner on the top left corner. Could she testify that Reuben went bye-bye? What's the problem? Because if, in fact, Reuben went bye-bye, what happens to Badai? She falls to Yibum to who? To Shimon, the brother. Shimon, the brother. And then she is going to become 
Bat Ayn's mother-in-law. So could a future mother-in-law testify about a future daughter-in-law and, and make her a daughter-in-law through this testimony? It's not necessarily a, a daughter-in-law. Maybe the, maybe the son will decide to do chalitza. Says the Gemara. Does she anticipate this, that she's going to be her mother-in-law? And today I already hate her because she's going to be my daughter-in-law in the future, so I should start hating her right now. Let's practice. Or no. Says the Gemara, sponsored by my honor of Rabbi Tzvi the only Rebbe that was actually good at basketball. Sponsored by Nisano, Lutzlucha, Ruchni, and Gashmi from Rana Kash, from introducing me to MDY. Toshma. Amra Meiz Bali, interesting. If a woman says, my husband died, so what is she in fact saying? There's something else she's saying. She's saying, my husband died, therefore she's not my mother-in-law anymore. Two things go bye-bye, her husband, and at the same time, her mother-in-law is no longer her mother-in-law. She's a, a late, how do you call it? When the husband dies, a late, not a late mother-in-law, an ex-mother-in-law, something mother-in-law. Anyway. So maybe now that she's testifying that, her father-in-law died. It's not really testimony about a father-in-law and a mother-in-law. Why? Because she's no longer her mother-in-law. She was her mother-in-law five minutes ago before she testified about her own husband. But once her husband is dead, her husband's mother is not a mother-in-law anymore. She's not related anymore. Says the Gemara, She could get married, married based on her own testimony because her husband died. You believe a woman that her husband died. The Chamois Asura, you can't trust her about her mother-in-law. Why can't you trust her about the mother-in-law? Because nobody died there. Not the husband and not the, not the father-in-law. So why did she testify? She hates her mother's mother-in-law so much. She wants to destroy her mother-in-law's life. That even though right now, Think, think about this. So Rashi, Rashi says something interesting that you're all going to argue on. You're going to be Mechav to the Gemara's answer. But Rashi says, where's her husband right now? Her husband is in South Africa. She's testifying, my husband in South Africa died. And also my father-in-law. They went on a safari, they both died. Lions ate them. But right now she's not suffering, says Rashi, from her mother-in-law. She only suffers from her mother-in-law when she has to go there for Shabbos with her husband. But her husband's out of town. She's not suffering from her mother-in-law. She, she really doesn't hate her mother-in-law right now. And nevertheless, she wants to mess up her mother-in-law's life and lie to her mother-in-law and tell her that her mother-in-law's husband died. So what's the answer? The answer is once you hate your mother-in-law, you always hate your mother-in-law. Who cares that her husband is here or not here? That's what the Gemara says. Suffer the boss like Taysom I'm going to punish my mother-in-law now so that when my husband comes back, I don't have to deal with my mother-in-law anymore for, for future reference. So here also... What do you see? When it has to do with the future, a future mother-in-law, you shouldn't trust her because, because a future mother-in-law is going to anticipate that she's going to hate this woman and she's going to mess her up her life right now. No, the reason why we don't trust a daughter-in-law, even though she's not suffering from her mother-in-law right now, this moment is because she suffered from her in the past. She hates her so much. The sin is there. She must. She wants to get rid of her mother-in-law. Says the Mishnah. Sponsored. One aide testifies that the husband died, and based on that testimony, she goes out and she gets married. 
and then another eight comes and testifies against. Here's the problem, the dilemma. A woman gets married based on one eight, that's okay. But what happens when another eight undoes it? Now, if two eight them come and undo it, we have a problem. But if one eight comes, Harezu she doesn't have to get divorced. This is the second case. Two against one. Now one has Allah like two. We believe in 100%. But in this case, we have two real Aidim that come and contradict them. She must leave her husband. Why? Because we have real testimony that her husband is still alive. If two testified that he died and one testified that he's not dead, what do you think that Allah should be? We go by the two Adam. So what's the Chiddushim? Even if she didn't get married, but based on the testimony of the Adam, she could get married, go ahead and get married. I don't care about the one Adam that says that her husband is still alive. And the Gemara is going to explain what the Chiddush is. Says the Gemara, time of Denise, it's because she already got married based on the testimony of one Adam. That's why she doesn't leave her husband. But what if she didn't get married? There's a, there's a, he came, he testified in court, she didn't have the opportunity to get married, and another aide, Echad, comes and contradicts her. Him. It seems like she cannot get married. If there's one aide, and the Torah says, you're allowed to get married based on the one aide's testimony, where else in the Torah, Boisai, for a hundred points, where else in the Torah, the Torah says, we can believe one aide, by Saita, and by Egla Rufa. So if the Torah says, I believe one aid, then I believe him as two aidim. So over here, we trust him like two aidim. We trust him as two. So how could one other aid come and undo the two? You see, when it comes to believing, he's two. When it comes to contradicting him, he's, he's only one. One against two, two wins. Why is he two? Because the Torah said one is believed, like two. So we can't believe the other guy. So what difference does it make if she got married or didn't get married? Even before she got married, we should trust the one aid that her husband is dead. Says Gemara, you're right. Only if there was if there's only permission to get married. She doesn't mean that she actually got married. She has the rushus to get married. And then, and then one contradicted it. So, we shouldn't believe the other eight. Rashi points out that the first eight went to Bezdin and we trusted him 100% and we took his testimony. It is only afterwards that another eight came along and said, but if there were still both of them in Bezdin, one against one, Says Rashi, according to Rashi, we don't trust the aid that says that the husband died. The Mishnah says, we're only trying to get to the Mishnah here, so don't worry about it. A few minutes. One aid says, he died. Come to and say, he's not dead. Who do you trust? We trust the two. Of course we're going to trust two against one. What's going on here? We're talking about women. Where typically we don't believe women when it comes to the testimony. Over here we do. 
Listen to this, Rabbi Yisrael. If you have 70 people that say that this and this is what happened, and on the flip side, you have two people that say, no, the opposite, this is what happened. Who do you believe? No, all men. 70 men, two men. Who do you believe? It's like two and two, he says. 100%. 70 is like two. Two is like 70. It doesn't matter how many you have. But over here, when the Torah says something special, or it's the Rabbah, then we say we trust women. Now it goes by the Rav. 70 women is more than two women, or one woman. Over here, we're going to go by the Rav. We don't, we don't say Trey Kimea. It's a new halacha of Edus Isha, of a, a puzzle Edus, which typically is puzzle. Over here, it's, it's, we accept it, but the halachas are different. Then what? You should trust the majority. And we say that two women against one man, you have one man that comes and says, listen to what happened. You have an Eid Echad, a man. But he's one. Two women Beat him. Because this is different than regular testimony. Typically, two is considered the most you can get. Two and 70 are the same. But over here, one equals two. One man is like two. No. We're going to go with the majority. Two women have more power, we believe, two women over one man. Because this is a funny type of Eidos. And this interesting type of Eidos, it goes by the majority. We have two women, they're the majority. We trust them more than one man. And therefore what? Listen to this. If she got married based on the testimony of a single aid of a man, then come two women and contradict her, what's the halacha going to be? She must get divorced. We believe the two women and she has to get divorced. Just like two men could undo the testimony of one man, so to two women could undo the testimony of one man because it's a different type of Eidos of it. Or, another pshat is, we both say, well, not, not that far. No. If one man came along and he testified, we we're going to trust him like two, two men, and therefore two women can't undo it. What happened was, it was a woman that we trusted. Who's the Eidechad? Not a man. This Pshad in the Gemara is different. One woman came and she testified that so-and-so's husband died. And we trusted her. And then, and then came the women and the two came and said that she's wrong. When the Torah believed one man, we go by the majority. But we trust the two women now that contradict the, the original woman and we trust them over her. But two women against one man, like we said before, it's like tray tray. So again, before the first terrorist of the Gemara was, one man will be beat by two women. 
And now we're saying no. One woman will be beat by two women. But one man has the power of two men. And two men equals 70 men. So two against two is kipalga palga. A few more lines. makes. Two say that he died and one said he didn't die. Michael Mashmala. Is that what I said before? I hope I didn't make that mistake before. Michael Mashmala, what's the Kiddush? Bipsuli Eidos, Gidurib Nechemya, Dozabar's Basarib Deus. Are you telling me that Shnaim means two women? And then one came and said, not like that? But that we already said a Kiddush. Rib Nechemya already said the Pshat in the first part of the Mishnah. Gidurib Nechemya, Dozabar's Rib Deus, that you go by the majority, Hainuach, then there's no Kiddush. That's the same thing. Mal the same, says the Gemara, there is a Kiddush here. If I want to answer the woman, again, one man or woman, depends how we said the Pshat in the Gemara, one aide comes and says, the husband died. And therefore what? She could get married, come two men, two other aide, two men, two women, they come and say, he's alive and well. So what I want to do, I want to say, she cannot get married. What is that called? A Chumrah. I'm saying, you can't get married. I'm Achmer on you. Over here, I want to do the opposite. In the other case, I want to do the opposite. I want to trust the two women, the two Adim, to say that she could get married. Oh, in that case, I would say that perhaps we're not going to trust them. Perhaps. Yes, two is stronger than one. But not where we're, we allow her to get married to somebody else. Kamash Malon, even in a case where it's a kula, where you're allowed to get married to somebody else. Raboisai. Have a wonderful week. Agutavok, Agutav Shabbos, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Shkoya for coming out. Have a great day.